Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and I have seen a real phenomenon right now among people in the online dating space and probably in general population too, but it's really showing up more in the online dating space. So we had this thing happen called COVID and quarantine and social distancing, and it was really tough. And in some ways it taught people to become more selfish. Okay. It was like, I see all these jokes and stuff on Instagram or whatever. And people are like, okay, well, you know, if you want to now it's a perfect excuse to like, oh, sorry, I can't hang out tonight or sorry, I'm just with Netflix or sorry, I'm just doing that. And, you know, it's really created this excuse for people to just kind of do what they want. Um, We used to be a very people who lived in tribes, people who lived in communities, people who needed each other to actually survive. And in the last year, people have gotten really isolated because that was what was required. Okay. Was it stay home together or something like that? So it's kind of hit this reset button and people's energy and their, their mind and their choices and kind of, there's always an excuse to stay home. And then now people are getting back out and trying to date and trying to connect with friends. And I'm hearing from client after client after client that people are flaky, that they are, um, they made plans and they canceled them. They made plans and they canceled them, which is kind of a habit people have gotten into in the, the COVID experience. Okay. It was already an issue with online dating anyway, because let's face it, there's a hundred choices, right? Uh, if you were in a dating pool back on the prairie and there was like, you know, four men in your age group and, you know, you had to choose between the four men and the, in the prairie comp, you're probably not blowing off one of the men because there's not a lot of choices, but in the online dating world, the great thing about it is there's so many choices. And the horrible thing about it is there is so many choices. Okay. So that's just kind of a reality of what's happening right now. And how do you handle it though? How do you push past it? Do you just, if someone cancels or, you know, is flaky of any way, do you take it personally? Personally, do you make it about you? Do you write them off as a horrible person? Like, and how do you build that resiliency? Especially if you've gotten a babysitter or you've gotten childcare or you've gotten help or whatever, it's gotten off work to go on a date and then they cancel. And then you want to spiral. And then you decide you hate men. And then you decide you hate your life. And where do you go from there? Okay. So that's what I want to talk about today because it's coming up on several of my calls. And What I want to talk about first, I want you to imagine there's a window, okay? We call it baggage, you know, whatever our baggage is. But let's say your baggage is written on that window, the way you look out in life. So you could have a mother who said all men are jerks. You could have a mother who said you have to put up with whatever a man gives you. You know, you could have all all men are cheaters, all men are liars, all women are crazy. You can't trust anyone, everyone's wonderful. You have to trust everyone. We all have things written on our window that we look out in the world. And all these men and all these women also have things on their window from their past. And one of the biggest pieces that we miss about resiliency in dating is wiping away that window. Because I'm guessing you want to be seen for who you really are. You don't want to be seen through the window of this person's last five dates. 
And so we want to give them the same respect and not see them through the window of your last five dates or your last marriage. And it's just about honesty and integrity and seeing them for who they are, giving them the opportunity to show up. And you have a clean window you're looking through to see them rather than the last three people canceled and were flaky. And so if you have to change plans once, I'm going to write you off and say, you don't respect my needs or care about me and throw down the hammer. Okay. And I wish it were simple enough to say, oh yeah, you know, if they have to change plans um, or they're flaky in any way, then you need to write them off and you need to like have nothing to do with them. They, you deserve better and you do this. They don't know you. Okay. And so, and there's a hundred other choices and you don't know them. And there's a hundred other choices. And that's just the reality of online dating. I'm not saying it's fun. I'm not saying it's great. There's a lot of disadvantages and a lot of advantages. But if you get into a spiral or or take it personally, or there's three guys who've been flaky, and then you put that heat on guy number four, or your last husband didn't show up for you. And then you put the expectation that this guy has to show up 100% and you deserve better. And you do deserve better. You do deserve better in a committed relationship, but they don't know you. And when I met Ben, I actually pushed him off two weeks before our first date. And it's interesting now because it would have been really easy for him to say, she's not prioritizing me. She's doesn't care about me, you know, uh, she doesn't have time for dating. She doesn't care about this process. She's too flaky. I mean, he would, it would have been very easy for him to say all those things about me. We'd already met in person. And then it was two weeks before we saw each other again. And there was a lot of life that needed to happen in that two weeks for me to um, show up to him in, in a, with a clean window and that kind of thing. And it was also Valentine's Day weekend uh, in between, which felt like a lot of pressure. And I had my kids and I was playing piano for this event. And it was just kind of this crazy timing. And so I pushed it off for two weeks. And it would have been so easy for him to write me off. But he came into it with a clean window and we'd text back and forth. And um, I did show up for the date. It wasn't as if there was a date and I canceled a date and I canceled a date and I canceled. But it's, it's always a balance of asking for what we need, but then not putting the same expectation on a, you know, someone we've known for a week as someone we've known for a year. And yes, we want to look at early red flags, of course, but it is balanced, nuanced. This is a gray area. And sometimes I'm seeing women and if there's a change of plans or something, they just get really frustrated. And I understand why. And the goal of this podcast is one, help you not take it personally. Two, don't see it as a, you know, they don't care about my needs. They're not making me a priority. They're never going to show up for me. It's one, the nature of time that we're in. And two, they don't know you yet. And if you had a friend that you've known for, um, I actually have a reunion coming up soon. And I have a friend flying in that I've been friends with since fifth grade. And I'm changing my whole weekend around to make sure I show up for this friend. We've known each other for years. We've cared about each other forever. I know everything about her. She knows everything about me. I'm going to show up for her. If there was someone I met at a networking event, I'm not going to change my whole weekend for them. But it's not about who I am as a person. It's about the, the time invested, the time built. So if they're canceling plan after plan after plan and you know never showing up or, or 
you know, you're, you're out of date. And then they're like, oh, sorry, I, I can't be there. I, I should have canceled and I didn't. You know, that's pretty disrespectful. But if they have to change plans or if you're trying to navigate schedules, or you're trying to navigate life after COVID, just give them a little grace. And in that window, clean off your window and don't expect the same, just like my friend, when I've been friends with her for, gosh, 30 years now, maybe not quite that long, 25, you know, 25 years, I'm going to show up differently for her than someone I've known for 25 minutes. But it's not about my character. It's about the expectation of the relationship. So this may be an area that we want to give people a little more grace in that time. And I'm awfully thankful Ben gave me some grace. So between each date, each disappointment, really visually get out your Windex, spray off your window, clean it off, and then do your best to look at them with fresh eyes not look at them with the pain of your last 10 dates or your last 10 years. And I definitely think that will help you on your journey to becoming toxic person proof. So thanks for listening in. If you're not following me on Instagram, check me out at bounce back better. There's a lot more of my personal life, mine and Ben's dates, uh, family events, uh, that, that type of insight, as well as more wisdom on toxic person proofing you and your life. Have a great day. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, finding love and success after a toxic relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.